Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoopalers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am Ira Silver, and I am joined alongside with Devin Ellington once again after a great night last night going 3-1 and one as a team. Devin, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Just getting more snow out here in Kansas City. Hope everyone else is out there having some fun and enjoying these picks. Yeah, man, that's the only way we can stay warm, right, is just keep the hot streak going. So, uh, you know, we had, a, we had a good night last night. Let's keep it going tonight. We have a huge 12-game NBA slate. We'll talk a little college basketball as well at the end of the show. Stick around. It's going to be a fun one. You ready, Devin? I'm absolutely ready. All right, before we jump in, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors at mybookie.ag. You know, the New Year's come – I'm trying to make some money. I know you are too. Head over to mybookie.ag. They are the most trusted online sports book in the industry. You know, they have everything from Premier League to NBA. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even take the bets that Devin and I give you, like some of our listeners did last night, and parlay them into a bigger payout. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y. That's TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, to activate the offer. You know, it's really important for hoop ballers to let them know that we're sending you so we can grow together as a team here and we can have some more fun with this podcast. And even if you have another online sportsbook, don't worry about it. Throw a little bit into my bookie. They'll, match your, they'll do a 50% match on your deposit because you always want to shop around for the best lines because getting the best lines is what it's all about. 
as a handicapper. A half line, a half a point here, a half a point there in a game could go from a four and one night to a three and two night. So head over to mybookie.ag, enter the promo code today, T-O-D-A-Y, to activate the offer. Get your extra cash from them. Let's bet, let's win, and let's get paid. All right, Devin, happy hump day. Let's jump right in. What uh, Last night we had um, some good picks. The only one that we both liked together lost, which I think I mentioned on the podcast. I said, if we both like it, can't be a good thing, right? So Correct. in uh, in true fashion, Butler gets the an absolute uh, smacking last night from Villanova on the road. It wasn't our fault, though, guys. I mean, I, I'll take a little credit for the loss here, but we did lose a key player early on in that game uh, to a, a knee injury, it looks like. Also, the rest really did not help us at all. I was watching that game, and I thought there were so many foul calls that they let go. Um, that Butler did not get down low. And on the contrary, Villanova got those calls on the opposite end of the floor. I don't know about you, but that's what I saw, Devin. What did, what did you see last night in the game? Yeah, you know, the second half was pretty frustrating. Um, Villanova was already in the bonus within, you know, 11 minutes left of the game. And I think the refs just kind of had their whistle stuck in their throat or something. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Butler kind of had a tiny little run to get within three, and I thought, you know, all right, this is good. This is where we need to be. Um, and then Villanova just, you know, hit their threes. I was worried that if they were going to be able to hit their threes, they were going to be able to pull away from Butler. But Butler defends the perimeter really well, and um, the guy that they lost, one of their key guys, I think he is one of their best perimeter defenders, so it definitely hurt once he went out. So I was – uh a little worried about that. I was hopeful he would come back, but it turns out he did not. Right. And uh, our other bets that won last night in cash for the three to one night, Wichita State minus four and a half or minus five. It didn't matter. They got the cover there. Akron, wire to wire cover. That was a blowout winner. Easy game for Devin. Good call, Devin, there. I'm glad I tailed that one. And the final game, which I gave out as well. Uh, Duke minus 18, minus 18 and a half. It didn't matter. It was never close. Duke with a 30-point victory last night. Let's jump in to the 12-game slate that we have here in the NBA. Devin, why don't you lead us off and let us know what the first game is? First game at 7 p.m. Eastern time, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder tipping off against Orlando down in the Sunshine State. And uh, that line is set up. Well, it's already moved, like we were talking off air. Um, it was one and a half uh, in favor of Orlando, and now it's only a half-point game, plus a half-point for Oklahoma City. The total set at 209 and a half. So we already see where the shopping is going to be taking place. I did really like Oklahoma City getting a point and a half up until you know, it went to a half-point. So... I was hoping it was going to stay around there so I could get, you know, a point and a half or two. But if I'm picking a side on this one, I'm still uh, very much so on the Thunder side. They're the best team against the spread in the NBA. Granted, uh, Stephen Adams is questionable and Nerland's Noel right now. So that's something to keep an eye on. I think once one of those guys get rolled in or out, this line will adjust again. Um, Orlando, no new injuries, you know, just the guys they have out for long amounts of time. But this Thunder team, they just, with that trio of guard play, 
and the coaching staff they have in play there, they are just playing some really good ball right now. Ended up beating Houston, like we talked about yesterday in that fourth quarter comeback. So they have Moxie. You know, they have a perfect blend of young guys and veterans, in my opinion. And they are 11-3 and three against the spread in their last 14 games. So that's just something that's remarkable in itself. Uh, what say you about this game? Well, you know, I do like Oklahoma City. I was on them the other day uh, to cover against the Rockets, as we talked about. Uh, however, I think this game might be a little bit of a trip up, trip up spot for the Thunder. Um, you know, it's still early here on the West Coast, 7.30 a.m. We're recording. Um, so just want to point that out. Stay in touch with us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Devin at D-A-L-E-007. You can follow myself at Ira Silver Magic. That's Ira Silver Magic. And you can follow our gaming Twitter uh, is at Hoopball Gaming. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Hoopball presentation, hoop-ball.com. Lots of great content out over there. Go check it out. Um, but I think this is a little bit of a trip-up spot for the Thunder, uh, especially if Steven Adams doesn't play. It's going to be tough for them to guard Vucevic down low. Uh, as we know, Aaron Gordon looks like he's uh, finally getting back together there. Uh, Fournier, if, all, if the Magic are all healthy and the Thunder are without uh, Steven Adams or uh, New Orleans Nels uh, or both, I think it could pose some problems here. Um, I'm not sure which way I lean yet, but my first instinct is to go with the Magic here. Crazy, huh? Yeah, no, it's uh, they're not doing too shabby against the spread lately either, so it's not a terrible pick either way. Um, capable defense on the Orlando side. Um, you know, I, I like the underplay on this one a lot. Um, 209 and a half is not that many points, but the last time these two teams played, they didn't even put 200 on the board. And away from Oklahoma City, um, on the road, the Thunder are 8 and 13 to the under, and at home, the Magic are 6, 14, and 1 to the under. So, a uh, pretty big trend there. And if I'm going to jump on something without reluctance, uh, it's going to probably be the under bet. Yeah, you know, that actually seems like a pretty appealing bet as well based on the um, the uh, the splits, right? The uh, yeah, home-away yeah. splits for both teams on the over-under. That's an interesting uh, angle there. This is why we keep Devin around, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for pointing that one out for us. Um, yeah, but uh, under or magic or both, we'll, uh, we'll update you on the Twitter, so stay tuned a little later for that. Uh, what's the second game on the board here? So we have the 76ers going slightly north up to the Toronto Raptors, and it is going to be a plus six and a half line for Philadelphia and 217 and a half set for the total. Um, I hate to say it, but right away, I like Philadelphia getting the points. It's a lot of points, and um, – Toronto's playing really great right now, but I think you see Philadelphia starting to pick it up a little bit right now as well. Uh, no real devastating injuries other than Embiid being out, which they've had some time to adjust with him being out recently. Um, you know, one thing that is a deterrent, you know, a lot of handicappers, they can hand out, you know, against the spread trends and, um, you know, stats and numbers that back their pick. But, you know, it's always good to give some insight on the contrary. 
So Philadelphia is one in five against the spread in their last six games on the road. And sometimes I like to take some of these numbers that aren't exactly in favor of what my gut's telling me or what the numbers are telling me, just for the fact that those got to even out and round out eventually somewhere. And I think it's a, a key game for Philadelphia. They realize that. And I feel like that they'll be able to keep it close. And I believe that they could even have a shot at winning this game outright. I know Toronto is hard to beat at home, but, um, you know, Philadelphia's playing pretty decent right now. And I hate saying it because it gives me the heebie-jeebies uh, betting on or against the Sixers because it's burned me. But um, slight, slight, slightly in the Philly getting the points. Wow. Okay. Didn't expect that one. That's uh, a first game of a doubleheader on ESPN. So I'll definitely be watching that one. And I'll definitely be watching the second game as well. Cause we all know um, Zion is going to be making his NBA season debut. I don't know if you want to jump into that game or we got a, we got a couple games before that. No, let's do that one and get some uh, Zion excitement uh, taken care of on that. Oh, so, yeah. by the way, before we jump into that game, just want to ask you, I know, uh, I know uh, Dan at Hoopball doesn't believe in uh, the Boban. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about Boban now <laughs> that it uh, looks like Dwight Powell is going to miss the remainder of the season? Yeah, so I really like um, Maxi Kleba. Um, I, used, I used him, you know, like, you know, not to turn it into a fantasy show, but I traded for Porzingis and he uh, just now came back for me. And I used Kleba as a stopgap and it worked just fine. So I'm excited to see what Porzingis and Kleba look like um, side by side playing together. I think it'll be nice. Um, Boban's just kind of like a stand close to the hoop grab the ball kind of guy. I could see him getting upwards of maybe 18 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, but the, the Mavs are on the market to get a big man who can put at least 15 points up a night. So, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I hope, that, I hope they do. I really hope yeah. they do because I got that futures ticket on them at 100 to 1. So, right, yes. Sorry about going off track there. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that while I was in my head. Uh, let's jump into the Pelicans game. Uh, Zion making his season debut here. Pelicans are minus three and a half at home against the uh, old-legged San Antonio Spurs and Greg Popovich. The over-under is 237 and a half. Second game of a back-to-back on ESPN. Um, any injury news on this one, Devin? A lot of guys that are probable. Um, Rudy Gay, he was upgraded to probable with an illness, so nothing hampering as far as a physical injury. Uh, J.J. Redick is probable, and Drew Holiday is probable as well. I'm not sure why they're on the injury report. They played their last game or two, if I remember right. Derek Favors, Jalil Okafor, and Josh Hart are all questionable. I don't think Derek Favors is going to play. His health has just been not so great this year. When he plays, it's great. And when he plays, the uh, Pelicans have a – resounding record um it's just completely lopsided into the win side so definitely want to keep an eye on some of these guys make sure that they're going to play before making a decision um this pelicans team is playing so good right now and i'm not sure what zion's going to do to their chi and their flow and as far as how they're performing lately um yeah so it's hard for me to figure this game out right now. I think I'm going to need to ponder on it a little bit. 
San Antonio is not that great against the spread, but in their last nine games, they're six and three, so they're starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, but, you know, dating back 20 games, and I know this is a large sample size, and a lot of the players aren't involved anymore, but six and 14 against the spread in their last 20 games against the Pelicans. It's a divisional game, so they're a pretty familiar foe. And uh, New Orleans is eight and one against the spread in their last nine. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in nine and one in their last 10 against San Antonio at home. So if I had to pick a side, probably New Orleans, but Zion returning is just a little bit um, uh, shaky for me. I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Uh, I love the analysis. Take some time to think about it. Maybe send out a tweet a little later today. But uh, first glance, first thought, I obviously have to still do some research here and dig into the model a little bit. But, uh, you know, we, we all know that I've been backing and supporting the Pelicans over the last couple of weeks. I've made some good money off of them. Uh, I've had them pretty much in almost every spot over the last couple of weeks. So it's been, a, been pretty good to me. But now here as a home favorite, minus three and a half against the Spurs uh, with a returning superstar, quote unquote, making his season debut it inclines me to just go with my rule, fade the super, fade mm-hmm. the team with the return of the superstar. I know he's not really a superstar, but he really – he's going to get some run tonight. He's going to be very – he's, he's a, a very hyped player. Uh, I think – give me the Spurs here. But, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not uh, too sure on this game. Again, like you said, I need to ponder it a little bit as well. So stay tuned for a couple tweets. I might change my opinion later on in the day due to injury news as well. But uh, I think I like the Spurs here, plus three and a half. If we can get to four, that would be a good number as well. Um, and the over-under of 237 and a half, I kind of like. Uh, we both know that these two teams have been playing pretty well and pretty fast-paced and knocking down threes and not playing too much defense. So over looks like an interesting play. But again, we got to wait for a little uh, update on the injury news as well on that one. Yeah, yeah. I like that, um, that take from you also. It's um... – Patience is sometimes the best due diligence. Exactly, exactly. So uh, next game on the slate, what do we got? So we have Sacramento going all the way over to Detroit, and it is a one-point spread. Sacramento's getting the plus one. You know, I don't think we need to spend too much time on this game. It's probably not anything of much interest. Detroit did move out of the basement in the NBA for worst team against the spread. Portland took that from them. So, uh, you know, Sacramento's looking like they're going to get Baysmore in from after being traded. Uh, Belitz is probable. Detroit is uh, looking like they'll probably be without Reggie Jackson again. He just cannot stay healthy. Andre Drummond is also hitting with a uh, questionable tag. He took an elbow to the mouth the other night and lost Ouch. a tooth. Ouch. So um, if he doesn't play, obviously I'm going to take the points with Sacramento. Um but this is probably a stay away game for me, so I'm not going to dig into it too much. Uh, Sacramento is better on the road against the spread, and uh, well, Detroit's just terrible against the spread in general. Yeah, I uh, I think I have the uh, Sacramento Kings in this one. I don't want to spend too much time on it, um, but it's just again, it goes back to the same point I've been making for the last few days here on the show is. Detroit is just Detroit. They're a mess, right? Both from an organizational standpoint and a player standpoint. Injuries, um, just don't like the coach as well. 
So I'm going to go with the Sacramento Kings here. I've been backing them for quite some time as well here on the pod. So I'm just going to stick with the hot hand. I'm going to stick with the Kings. I know they're traveling to Detroit, not easy travel. Um, and yeah, I'm going to take Sacramento here in this spot. Probably the better side in my opinion. All right. So we have uh, Los Angeles taking on the Hawks and uh, the Clippers that is. So the Clippers go into Atlanta and they are favored to win by four with a total set at 233. I like this one. I do. I do. I like this one, even though Pat Bev's going to be out. I think what you're seeing in this spread is the fact, oh, well, hold on. Let me retract my statement. I should have checked injuries first. It's saying that Kawhi is doubtful for this game with rest. So they're going to be out without Paul George, without Kawhi, and uh, without Pat Bev. So Paul George has already been ruled out? Yes. So I was going to make the point that you saw Atlanta's comeback against Toronto, so you're getting a little bit of a diluted, saturated, you know, kind of line for Atlanta but I was not aware of Kawhi resting this game. So with that being said, I think that turns it into a punt game for me. I'm going to take the high road. You just never know with this Atlanta team. And um, the Clippers have had some success against spread against Atlanta recently in their last seven They're five and two, but this uh, rest thing with Kawhi losing their uh, starting point guard, it's just not something that, you know, this is a game I could see the Clippers still winning by 20. And then it's a game I can see them eking out a four or three point win and maybe even losing. So um, I'm, I'm going to have to stay away from this one now, knowing that Kawhi's out um, does not make me feel too good about it either way. Yeah, this is a, this is a stay away game for me as well. Uh, if you watched the game last night, LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas. It was a entertaining one for sure. Luca, um, fantastic player. Kawhi was unstoppable last night and it was just remarkable to watch. Um, you know, as I tweeted out yesterday, I think that it would have been a good spot to get a team in that game in a live line or a second half line. If there was a, uh, if one team took a big lead in that game. I ended up taking the Dallas Mavericks in the second half minus five when they were down 11 at halftime, made a little bit of run, got me the second half cover. So that added to my nice little uh, nightly, um, you know, tally there with the, I went from three and one to four and one with that pick. Uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoyed that one. And I just think it's a tough spot for the Clippers, especially without Kawhi back to back going to Atlanta from Dallas I think uh, I think Atlanta has a chance to win this game here without Kawhi in, in there, but I do like LA's uh, rotation even without Kawhi and Paul George, so it's going to be a tough one. I, I don't, I, I can't say it'll be a fun one to watch, but uh, I'll probably just look up at the scoreboard at the end of the game and see what happens. Yeah, I'm with you completely. Well, moving on from one Los Angeles team to the next, the Lakers are going to be in the Big Apple taking on New York, and uh, this uh. LeBron in the garden kind of game. And, um, you know, Spike Lee's going to be there. It's going to be an interesting matchup. The spread is set at 11 in favor of the Lakers and a over-under of 223. Um, right off the bat, it looks like Rondo's probable. He's still got that little bit of finger issue. Uh, Anthony Davis is probable. Um, Marcus Morris for the Knicks and Dennis Smith Jr. are both questionable. 
So I would, you know, keep an eye on that. Marcus Morris has actually been pretty good for the Knicks this year. So I, uh, at first glance, I like this number in favor of the Lakers because of that blowout loss against the Celtics. One thing I always have sympathy for is the team that has to play an elite top contending team in the league after they lose the way they did. Because you know they're going to get right. This is a get right game. You know, it's just a different focus point. And LeBron probably is going to get these guys, you know, uh, back in check. You know, let them know that the way they played is not acceptable. And he's accountable on himself also. So it's, uh, I kind of feel sorry for the, um, for the Knicks in this one. I think this is, could probably elevate up to a 15, maybe 20-point win for the Lakers. Um, so, yeah, um, the Lakers are 5-2 and two in their last seven against the spread. And on the road, they're a little above 500 at 12-10. and 10. The uh, over-under, I really like a play on it in this one also. The uh, Knicks at home are 7-14 and 14 to the under, and on the year, 18-25-1. Um, the Lakers are just a shade under 500 at 21-22 and 22 to the under. I could see the Lakers' defense really, really stifling New York in this one and not letting them do a whole lot. So I like the under, and I like the Lakers. Not official plays quite yet, but um, that's the side that I do like. Yeah, so we have a difference of opinion here. I like the Knicks, uh, maybe pre-flop here, not an official play as well for me. I might look to take the Knicks in-game at plus 15, plus 15 and a half, if you can get that number, if the Lakers jump out to an early lead. That's kind of like that's kind of how I like to play this one here. Knicks maybe in-game, in plus 15-ish, and uh, hopefully the Lakers will win by about, you know, right around that opening line here. So, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's my analysis on that game. Not not too in depth, but uh, I do like betting the Knicks live there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good strategy. You are good at that live betting. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to take advantage of uh, of a number that the bookmakers put out. You know, not taking into account that you know certain teams are better in the second half and certain teams make a make a nice little run, and you know the Lakers maybe take their foot off the pedal. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it develops but yeah i'm looking to play a live line here i want i want a, a few bucks on the Knicks uh, the other day when they played in cleveland so i'm looking to ride that streak as well um but yeah let's uh let's get to the next game all right so we have memphis going to boston to take on the celtics this line is at uh 7th in favor of boston so boston minus 7 with a over under set at 232 and uh this is probably just going to be a really great game. Um, I don't know which way to lean as far as the uh, side or what I like in this one. Uh, both teams kind of wash out each other's, you know, statistics as far as against spread on the road and home. Um, the over-under is right around, you know, even for these teams. Um, for Memphis, they're 8-10 and 10 on the road to the under. Boston's 12 and 10 at home. So just a two point swing either way or two uh, stat swing either way. Um, Jalen Brown is questionable. Um, I'm not sure of how serious an ankle injury he's got going on. But lately, Memphis have been rogue warriors. You know, they're 6 2 and 1 against spread in their last nine games. Um, 
However, they are two and five against the spread in their last seven in Boston. Boston is a pretty good home team from what we've seen, and they are four and two against the spread in their last six games. Um, this is um this is a neat matchup. You know, this is a up and coming Western Conference team versus a, a an Eastern Conference team that's just kind of um, you know they they had a little sputter for a little bit, but now their tires are catching tread again. So I think this will be a good basketball game. I'm kind of leery to pick a side. I think I just really want to see good young talent on both sides play against each other. I want to see the West versus East. Um, I'm always pulling for the West because that's just where my allegiance lies. I'm on that side of the country. But um, I think it'll probably end up being a three or four point game. I don't know which way. I'm probably going to say Boston's winning this one. It's hard for me to pick a side on this one. Didn't know if you had a different insight or uh, an opinion on it. Yeah, I actually really like Memphis here in this uh, situation. Um, you know, at first glance, again, still early here. Going to wait for some injury news, run, run some numbers. But uh, I just think the spread's a little bit too high in favor of Boston in this situation. I think a little bit of recency bias with Boston coming off a huge victory against the Lakers at home and Memphis uh, getting blown out basically by the New Orleans Pelicans on national TV the other night. So I like Memphis in this situation if you can get seven. And uh, I'll, I'll let you know if that's an official play for me later. But at first glance, I kind of really like uh, Memphis with the seven here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have, moving forward, we're going to talk about the Wizards and the Heat. So Washington's on the road going to Miami. I think we both probably agree that this isn't one that we need to spend too much time on. The spread's at 10, uh, 229.5 on the over-under. Uh, Miami at home against the spread is good. You know, they're 14-5-1. And... and um, it's the Wizards. You know, it's, there's not much to say in that regard. Um, Miami, I want to make sure that they're healthy. Uh, Jimmy Butler is probable. Goran Dragic is probable. And Duncan Robinson has a question mark. So he's uh, questionable at the moment. You know, this is a, it's, it's a Miami or nothing thing kind of for me. Um, they're obviously a 10-point better team. I could see them winning by probably 20. They are just so good defensively, um, especially at home. They're a well-coached team. They're a surprise in the East, and it's just kind of been uh, a revelation. You know, in their last eight games, they're 8-0 straight up at home. And, um, you know, if, if I was going to expose a chink in the armor of the Heat, you know, they are 1-5 against the spread the last six games when playing at home against Washington. So that's – you know, one thing I will point out, but I don't, I don't think that's a, uh, a deterrent too much for me. I usually try to stay away from big spreads and such in the NBA because they are professional athletes, but uh, Miami's just way more talented, way better coached, and just way better than the Wizards are. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for this one, for me, it's, it's, it's a no play. It's just a pass. I think the Wizards, uh, I slightly lean to the Wizards to maybe backdoor this one, maybe a slight lean to the Wizards live if you can get like 18 and a half or something mm -hmm. like that. 
But yeah, no real side here that I like in this game. Um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those games where I don't want to touch it. It's too big of a point spread, and uh, I'm just not confident enough in the Heat to to co- cover that big spread, especially if Butler doesn't play. So uh, injury news and some other things that concern me here in this situation. So just a punt game for me. Uh, Devin, before we get into the next game, I just want to shout out our sponsors one more time at mybookie.ag. You know, if NBA is not your thing, guys, even though you're listening to this podcast, they got everything from Premier League to NBA. So NHL, they got the Super Bowl coming up, tons of props, great, great customer service, fast payouts, best promotions. You can even take the bets that Devin and I give you today on this podcast, parlay them for an even bigger payout. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Remember, guys, if you have another sports book, it doesn't matter. You want to put some money in MyBookie, tell the guys in MyBookie we sent you. Use the promo code today. That's T-O-D-A-Y. Once again, T-O-D-A-Y to activate the offer. It's important to have multiple books so you can shop around for the best lines once again use our promo code today let's win let's bet and let's get paid guys all right let's take us into the next game Devin all right so you and I spoke a little bit off air about this guy here uh Denver at Houston Denver's getting eight and a half points and the over under is set at 230 now, I understand the reason why they are getting eight and a half points, but like I've banged the drum on many a times before, Houston is not good at covering big spreads. Um, Denver is going to be without Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, and Paul Millsap. But, you know, it's something that once they got used to and they got, you know, Michael Porter Jr. in the rotation, um, Jeremy Grant has been filling in nicely. They've been getting some nice minutes from Tory Craig. Um, Will Barton's been stepping up. Houston is, um, you know, in their last, let me do my basic math skills here real quick. Last uh, six games, they've got one win, and that was against Minnesota. They've lost to Oklahoma City, they've lost to Memphis, they've lost to Portland, they've lost to the Lakers, and they've lost to Oklahoma City again. This is a Denver team that plays second to last as far as pace of play goes in the league. Houston plays second fastest in the league. Like I said in the past, I really like a team making a fast team play slower because I feel as though you get more out of sorts whenever you're not able to run, you're not able to rely on your transition, your uh, athleticism, your speed. With a fast team or a slow team playing faster sure it speeds them up a little bit more they may not be able to get in as much half court sets but they are still athletes you know they're going to be able to get out and run transition as a part of the NBA um this is a big spread and if I'm going to pick a side it's going to be Denver even with those guys out um I do also like the under 19 and 24 to the under for Denver 17 and 24 and one to the under for Houston. Uh, one thing I'll throw out is that Denver's two and seven in their last nine against Houston, um, and zero and five against the spread in their last five games playing on the road at Houston. And 
just on the contrarian side of this, you know, on the flip side, Houston's just as bad against the spread. You know, they're one and six in their last seven. It's it's just, you know, really bad right now for Houston. This could be looked at as a get-right game, but I don't see it being as so. Um, they're probably going to take Denver a little less serious since they are missing so many guys. But um, I like uh, Denver to maybe even win this game. They're plus 300 on the money line. So I might be sprinkling a little pizza money on that just to see if I can get some good value on the return. Yeah. Um, one thing I will point out, just breaking news as we're on, uh, on the pod here recording 8 a.m., um, on the West Coast, Mason Plumley is expected to miss two weeks with a foot injury. Okay, so, so does, another guy. Yeah, another guy there down in Denver. So that might hurt them a little bit from a rotational standpoint. So I don't know really who's going to fill in for them. You might know better since you're, um, you know, more of a uh, you're more of a avid into the fantasy, um, you know, the deeper leagues and things like that. But um, yeah, I think eight and a half is just too many points here. Uh, Houston's a mess. Uh, their team's a mess. They're not gelling well. And I think I like your angle with a uh, with a slow-paced team to slow down a fast-paced team. So if Denver can play their style of basketball, I really think that this eight and a half number is a good number for to bet for Denver. Um, I'll dig a little bit deeper once we get off air here. And, uh, you know, tweet out some opinions on this game as well. But look for Denver plus eight and a half and uh, under and maybe sprinkle a little piece of money on the uh, money line. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the next one, we got Minnesota taking on the Bulls in Chicago. Marquee matchup of the night. Yeah, this is uh, what I'm going to be watching all night. (laughs) (laughs) So Chicago is getting a point at home against the Minnesota team who does not cover the spread um total set at 220 and a half and um as far as against the spread oh you know let me let me retract a little bit against the spread uh on the road minnesota is actually better than they are at home so they're 12 9 and 1 against spread uh away from their home court no injuries other than the folks that are out indefinitely um that have been out for a while so nothing that's going to really impact or nothing new um, this is a definite punt game for me. Um, I could definitely see the Bulls winning and probably winning by like, you know, seven, 10, something like that. Minnesota is just terrible right now. Um, I think the Bulls have a bit more of a capable offense. They have more guys that can put the ball in the bucket. You know, Levine, you got Markinen, you've got Sato. Um, you know, they've just got some guys, uh, even Denzel Valentine off the bench. And, uh, you know, they, they just have some guys that can score more at will than Minnesota does. Minnesota has Carl Anthony Towns and sometimes Jared Colbert, and that's about it. So it's a stay-away game for me. Uh, you know, it's not anything that gives me a little bit of warmth and comfort on either side or at any angle. So this is going to be punted, and hopefully it goes very far. All right, give me the Chicago Bulls, buddy. All right, the Bulls. Here we go. Plus one at home. I'm fading this Minnesota team once again. I just don't think that they're right. I've been watching their games. 
Uh, I was uh, I was being serious about the marquee. I was being serious. I was being sorry. I was joking about being the marquee matchup of the night. But I am serious here. I like the Bulls at home getting one point. Minnesota may be good against the spread at home, but if you look at it in close games, they're actually straight up on the road nine and thirteen. So a little bit of a twist to that narrative there. Okay. I'm going to go with the Bulls at home playing in front of their home team. They got a lot more scores. They have the ability to put the biscuit in the basket, and I'm going to go with the Bulls here, plus one at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. You hyped me up a little bit. I think I'm going to tell you on that pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, I, I'll take responsibility for it, but just first glance here, it's something that I like. Uh, I'm going to go over to mybookie.ag right now and place a wager on it. So uh, why don't you guys tail along with me and have a little bit of fun. Don't go too crazy on it, but I just think that it's a good spot for the Chicago Bulls. Well, Ira, I just locked my name. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll do the same as you intro the next game. All righty. So the next game, we are going to be going out to – we have the Phoenix Suns hosting the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers are – uh, laying a point, so another one-point spread here. Phoenix getting a point at home, over-under set at 221.5. You know, let's check injuries here, but first glance at this, it's hard for me not to just go ahead and hammer and mash the one-point, you know, spread for uh, Indiana. Looks like Aaron Holiday's questionable, but, uh, you know, Phoenix is going to be without Aaron Baines. Uh, Cam Johnson is still questionable, which he's their stretch four. He can shoot the three really well. Um, yeah, Phoenix is pretty terrible at home. They're nine and fifteen straight up. Um, twenty-three and eight record for Indiana as a favorite against the spread. They're twenty-three, nineteen, and two, and uh, twelve and ten on, on the road against the spread. I really don't want to dig into this too much because I don't want to find things to help me overthink uh, it. But, you know, just looking at some basic metrics here, Indiana uh, minus one, very easy for me. Uh, five and O against spread in their last five against Phoenix. So it's, um, and they're four and one in their last five on the road against the spread. It's just um, not much to say on it from my angle. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the Pacers minus one here. Yeah, I have the Pacers here. Uh, they are one of my favorite teams this year. You know, they're four and one in their last five against the spread, and that one loss came off a of back to back, and it was a, just a brutal spot for them playing in Utah the other night. I do think that Indiana's probably my power ratings are around uh, 12, 13 for this Pacers team. Six uh, Suns are around 16 or 17 here. Um, still playing around with a little bit of the numbers this morning. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I think I'm going to be with you on this one, and it's probably a recipe for disaster, Devin. But uh, let's go ahead and lock in the Pacers minus one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we already spoke about the San Antonio and New Orleans game, so we'll just kind of uh, skip over that one. Um, lastly, we have the Golden State Warriors hosting the Utah Jazz, and that is at a spread of minus eight for Utah. 217 and a half on the over under. Um, 
it's weird to say, but being the uh, Warriors involved here, we probably aren't going to talk too much about this game. Um, you know, the list for Golden State on who's going to be out is obviously lengthy. Draymond Green is upgraded to probable after his illness, quote-unquote. I'm thinking it's like a tank illness, tank flu or something. Oh, yeah. But um, this mm, – I think it's a stay-away game for me. No matter how good Utah's been lately and how they've done against the spread as of late, 6-1 in their last seven. Golden State's actually 5-2 and two in their last seven against the spread. Um, I just I, – I don't like this game. I don't like the styles that are clashing here, the lack of players. The it, It's just um, – you don't know how serious Utah is going to take Golden State and if there's going to be a backdoor cover or not. It could be a backdoor cover game or it could be a complete 25-point blowout for Utah. So this is a punt for me as well. I don't want to touch anything on it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm on the same side here. It's one of those games I could see Golden State winning, and it's a game that I could see Utah winning by 30. So no real opinion here. Uh, that might change later in the day. Again, sorry, I keep prefacing, uh, keep saying that on, after every game, but uh, it's still early uh, out here, and uh, I'm just looking forward to watching some good basketball tonight. Have we run through every single game here? We have, yeah, we have. All right, why don't we talk? I know we have a little bit more time here, just a couple more minutes. Why don't we just run into a little NCAA action? I know we both are uh, fans of the sport. I might give out a hockey pick, uh, just pulling up the schedule here, seeing if there's any games on tonight that I like. And uh, we'll, we'll wrap up the show. So why don't you give us uh, some NCAA action here? What, what do you like here tonight? All right, so my first game that I really, really like um, and I just love watching basketball from this conference. I've got another A-10 matchup. Uh, I've got the LaSalle Explorers taking on the Richmond Spiders. Richmond's favored by nine. They're at home. And I like them to cover this spread. They are eight and one at home uh, against the spread. They're 10 and eight. And at home, they're five and four against the spread. So nothing too crazy as far as uh, heavy lean on that. But um, you know, as far as what I've seen from Richmond and LaSalle this year, Richmond is just uh, a little bit better coach. They take a lot more smarter shots, shoot about 47% uh, on the year, 46.49. Um, the rebounding is going to be very, very close. Um, steals are even. And I believe that uh, it's going to be a game of second halves. And Richmond is going to be able to get their defense locked in. Um, they're significantly better at the free throw line. They're a physical team. They take a lot more free throw attempts. So between their um, higher field goal percentage, their smarter shot uh, selection, and their um, free throw attempts and their free throw makes, I think that's going to make a huge, huge difference right there. Um, you know, they also hold – teams to just right around 41% on the field goal percentage, which is, uh, you know, one and a half percent less than what LaSalle is normally used to doing on the field goal percentage side. And they are a very good defensive uh, team as far as the, the perimeter. They um, only allow about 30%, right around 29, 30% of three-pointers to go in. So give me Richmond minus nine. I might look for a little uh, 
public buyback, see if LaSalle gets some love, and then if I can get that down to, you know, eight and a half, eight, seven and a half, like that's even more uh, gusto for me, so. Well, we're doing it again, aren't we? Are you agreeing with me? We're doing it again, Devin. <laughs> this, <laughs> this might be uh, the way that we can just fade games here, but uh, yeah, I, for all the reasons you had mentioned, a great analysis, great breakdown on the game, uh, it is actually my number one play on the day. <laughs> Richmond minus nine. Uh, my numbers are uh, skewed in favor of Richmond by another, you know, touchdown basically. So um, yeah, I just, I don't have too much faith in, faith in this LaSalle team, especially on the road. Um, so I hope that we, we can finally bounce back here on a double-sided pick and then get the victory. We'll see how it goes. You know, we, we have, uh, I think we have a good chance with this one. Richmond, um, I've enjoyed watching them this year so far. I hope they get into the tournament right now. They're, uh, I think a bubble team. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, perfect. Um, any other games that you like here? Just real short, you know, um, I do like Syracuse getting four and a half against Notre Dame. Not going to dig into it too, too much, but um, Syracuse is um, starting to pick up a little steam, which is, it, it's hard to do in that conference they play in, but, um, you know, uh, Notre Dame has been faltering all year. They're just getting worse in their last few games, so um it's hard to count Jim Beheim out. He's one of my favorite coaches, so I have a little bit of bias on that. Uh, I see Syracuse maybe even winning this game by a point or two. So give me Syracuse with the four and a half. Great, and I'm not going to dig too much into this game, but uh, I will give out one more play here, college basketball. I like Western Carolina on the road at Mercer. Western Carolina is 12-5, and five, Mercer 8-11, and 11, uh, playing at home in Mercer. Mercer's a two-point favorite in this game. I like Western Carolina here. I think this number's way off. I think Western Carolina is the better team. I've actually watched uh, a couple games of Western Carolina. I'm quite impressed with their play. Um, so, yeah, give me Western Carolina plus two. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I was actually eyeballing that one as well. So, yeah, no, I, I love that one. Nice smaller schools. Keeps it interesting. Gives you something uh, else to watch a little different dynamic as far as uh, what you typically would watch on a uh, NBA or NCAA slate. Yeah, I like these uh, these non-major conferences. I think there's a lot of value here uh, sometimes in these situations. So yeah, Western Carolina, give me them, uh, and let's let's uh, let's go. In terms of hockey here, uh, I'm only seeing two games here on the slate, kind of uh, you know right before the All Star break. So it's kind of sad for me because uh, I love hockey and it's been a little bit slow the last few days. Uh, two games tonight on the card, Columbus Blue Jackets, a $1.90 favorite at home against the Winnipeg Jets and the Minnesota Wild, a $2.90 favorite at home against the Red Wings. If I were to do anything, I'd throw a little pizza money on a parlay. I would parlay the Minnesota Wild uh, puck line minus one and a half, minus one ten. So they have to win in regulation by two go by more than one and a half, so two goals basically. And Winnipeg Jets, I think it's just a little bit of a value spot here in terms of pricing. Um, so I'll take them to win the game at plus one sixty five. So why don't we why don't we do a little um, why don't we do a little pizza parlay? Winnipeg Jets plus one sixty five, Minnesota Wild to win in regulation minus one and a half, minus one ten. So that'll be a fun one. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I actually watched a little bit of hockey last night, so uh, I'm, I think I'm starting to get more of that itch. Yeah, it's a great sport. It's fun to bet, fun to watch. It's kind of like soccer, you know. I mean, it's a, it's more, it's more interesting and more fun than soccer because it's more fast paced and it's a smaller, obviously, playing field uh, with the ice. But uh, just a fun little sweat, you know. And and there's always a, there's always a sweat when a team has the puck in the offensive zone. So you always need a fade or or uh, or try to catch a, a goal. So. Yeah, I just love hockey. Big, big fan of the sport, and uh, I wish more people were. But I think there's a lot of opportunities to make some money in uh, NHL betting. So, with that being said, Devin, uh, I think that wraps it up for the eat for the for tonight's card. What do you What do you think? Any final thoughts or uh, or comments? Uh, no, I just uh, wanted to say thanks to all the listeners and the followers on Twitter. We've grown this thing so rapidly and we wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. And it's just been baffling, uh, exhilarating. Um, it's been great. This is an exciting thing. I know Ira loves it. I love it. Um, this, this is wonderful. And I just wanted to say thanks to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we really appreciate it. We love the feedback. We love the comments. We love the questions on Twitter. So keep firing at us. Once again, I am Ira Silver at Ira Silver Magic. I am joined today with my buddy and co-host, Devin Ellington. He's on Twitter at D-A-L-E-007. And be sure to follow us on Twitter with our uh, podcast handle at hoop ball gaming ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening it means the world to us and we are a hoop ball presentation hoop-ball.com make sure you go check it out lots of great content on the site Devin, i will see you next time and i uh, can't wait to record with you again buddy absolutely all right guys we'll see you i'll see you tomorrow i'll be back on here with neil all right i'll talk to you good luck to us tonight in the action This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.